Welcome to the Joyful No Matter What podcast with me, Heidi Mortar, and my friend, Lauren Franco. Hey, I've been through some crazy stuff in life, and I hope to bring you into conversations as we all continue to grow together, choosing joy along the way. What a thrill I have in my heart today to have someone here other than just Lauren and I. You all, we have a guest speaker. I'm so excited, so excited. Not too long ago, I was traveling and came back into town. We had been gone for quite a while, and Lauren said, I have a new friend, and you have to meet her. She is so great. You are going to love her. Her name is Bella Toha. And I said, oh, that girl on worship team? Yeah, Tortellini or something like that? And uh, no, it's Bella Tolentino. I did meet Bella, and I had to agree with Lauren. She's pretty great. She had some really great things to say. And um, how do I know this? We went out to lunch. We had a great time getting to know each other. And I said, Bella, you have to come on the podcast. And she agreed. Here you are, Bella. I'm here. Hello, everybody. Are you impressed that I don't call you Tortellini? I am super impressed. Okay. I finally figured out. But I would take that because I I love pasta. So Listen, pasta (laughs) and every other kind of food. Anytime. Right? Yes. So this is one thing that Bella and I have bonded over. We're foodies. Foodies. Foodies for life. Not only preparing beautiful food, but eating it. Eating beautiful food, delicious You know what food. someone told me one time? I said, you know, it's just a problem. I just love to, to cook so much. And it's hard for me to get my weight under control. And the person looked at me and said, cooking is not the problem. It's eating. <laughs> but you cook, that's the problem. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So we have Bella here today, and we're thrilled about it. And Lauren and she have hit it off. They're going to have some great conversation. And I'm going to learn even more about Bella today. And I am excited. Yay! Bella! I remember the first time we were just talking about when we first, uh, Bella and I first connected. It was during the pandemic. And, you know, friendships were scarce at the time. You weren't seeing people as much. And Bella is an entrepreneur. And she started up a business during the pandemic, her passion project, to make these incredible buns and they're called Bites by Bella. And she contacted me and she said, hey, can I just drop off a little box of goods, of of baked goods? And I thought, okay, great. And she comes with the most beautiful packaging and little branding, little cards and little sweet note. She drove across town to deliver these buns. And this is just who Bella is. She is community minded. She loves Jesus. She seeks after people in relationships. She is an entrepreneur starting multiple businesses, a dedicated wife, and an extremely gifted and Holy Spirit-filled musician. Um, Her and I get to play music together on the worship team and truly like one of those friends you met. And I just think the Lord knew exactly what I needed in my life. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that I often um, thank God for her. So today uh, we just want to have some girl talk. Girl talk. We each have our tea. We're in our comfy chairs and um, we just want to enjoy talking about what God is doing in our hearts around relationships, around friendships, and navigating those. 
Um, And I'm excited for what she has to share with us. You know, isn't it amazing that when you meet someone that you have the Lord in common with, it's like you've known each other forever. Mm -hmm. You can just jump right in. Well, Bella, tell us about um, what you have called your passion project, Bites by Bella, which is now a full-blown business. Full-blown Tell us about it. How did that get going? Um, Well, like you said, it started as a pandemic project. We were new to the area. So Jason and I, Jason, my husband, we moved from San Diego. And that was during COVID. And we weren't connected with any church group or church. And we were longing for community, especially for me. So I came up with the idea because I always feel happy when I'm fed carbs. (laughs) And bread always makes me happy. (laughs) So I said, wait a minute, I'm going to just make bread, make people happy. So I started to reach out to the Filipino community because my product is Filipino inspired. I used to live in the Philippines for 12 years. And I started making these bites and everybody called me back and asked, is this for sale? Because I really want to buy it. And I said, oh, maybe this is a business business opportunity. opportunity. Maybe this is a business opportunity. So I tried it. And I can't believe how, how much it's grown, the feedback, just the amazing people I get to meet, the amazing people that I get to work with. Yeah. And I'm just really excited for what's ahead. What advice would you give to yourself or to another person who thinks who's in that nugget of an idea and they think maybe there's something to this? Could this be a business? Could this be a ministry? Like what advice would you give to that person if they were at that beginning phases now that you're a couple years in? I read a book that was really helpful. The book was titled The $100 Startup and it doesn't mean that you need to start a business. What I learned from that book was If you want to start something, it's either you add value to something or you solve a problem. Mm. So I thought about it and then I came up with the bread. Mm. Well, I'm adding value because I'm adding happiness and joy to people's lives. And you do. You do. It's always been a big deal to me, presentation. I say presentation is everything. I had a business doing catering and corporate gifts, event planning, and my slogan was, presentation is everything. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. And it is because I always say, if food looks good, it tastes good. Usually that's true. Usually. Usually. It is. I love that. I'm the person that cannot resist good looking desserts. (laughs) And now I can't resist good looking buns. (laughs) And that was not meant to be funny, but it really came so, out great, didn't it? Bella, Bella has you for cute. loving my buns. <laughs> Bella has great buns. Bella has great buns. You can't see them, but hey, trust hey. us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. So here we go. Bring, here we bring Bella, this, Let's bring this back now. I love how <laughs> Bella has you, but Bella, what she's used these buns or the, the bread bites or whatever, um, something that was just kind of a normal, as you described to me, just a normal everyday, like something that you would have with a meal and you've made it special. You've used it to build community. And that's something I admire so much about you is your mm-hmm. intentionality with building relationships with people of all walks of life of all ages, where does that that desire, that drive come from for you? I think it's a lot of things. I've just taught myself to just not wait for people to come, just start. Mm. If you want to be the change, be the change. 
if you want to have community, be the community. I love that. And it's just as simple as that. You know, if you want a friend, be a friend. Um, if you want a great relationship, learn to be how to have a great relationship. Love that. It's so awesome. You, you really use a lot of these as tools to share Jesus with people. I mean, you've talked to me about like sharing Jesus with your neighbors, with just using the idea of community and, and kind of going after the people that might be a little more isolated as a way to like show them Jesus's love. I love that. So Bella and I were just having such a great talk last week about she's kind of been on this journey of forgiveness in a friend and just in the dynamics that we all face in friendship, in finding adult friendship. I mean, can we all admit sometimes it's a little weird as adults to connect and say, can we be friends or, you know, are we friends or, or what, you know, what navigating those things. And so I just that's kind of what prompted us to invite her on today is just to dive a little deeper into that topic of friendship and um, navigating those waters and and finding just really healthy, healthy relationships relationships within that. Do you want to just kind of share with us what God has been showing you? So there was an event that happened recently that I felt God really spoke to me. There was a friend that I haven't talked to for so long. And every time I would talk to her, I would get offended because she would say something and I would get hurt by it. And if you look at the the big picture, and now I see it, it wasn't totally offensive. It was probably just me. But at that time, for some reason, I felt that I was offended. Um, so I stopped talking to this person because I chose to. And there was an event that happened that I got to meet her again. And this was after a year of not seeing each other, not talking to each other. And I saw her from afar and I was so nervous, but I said, Lord, I'm going to just give her a hug mm. and I'm just going to try to be normal and not bring up other things, but just try to love on her. And that's what I did. And then it just, for some reason that time, I just forgot about everything and just said, hey, how are you doing? How's your family? And it was such an organic and honest thing. And then it ended up just, let's have dinner. And then we got, got out to dinner and we planned dinner. We went to dinner and the day before having dinner... I told the Lord, I'm going to tell her that I was so offended. I'm I'm ready to say everything in my heart. I'm just ready, Lord, because I got hurt so much. This dinner is going to be about me and me being honest and reconciliation. And during that dinner, she shared a lot of things that she's going through with, you know, her personal things and her family. And the Holy Spirit just said, this is not about you. She's going through things. And you need to forgive the situation that happened and you need to forgive yourself for being offended. And the Lord convicted me that day and I said, I'm so sorry, Lord, because everything is not about me. And sometimes I just have to be more loving to other people and be more empathetic. So sometimes, yeah, I I felt that I was expecting forgiveness or I was expecting her to ask for forgiveness. But sometimes the Lord just brings you to a conviction where, no, actually, it's not about that. It's actually about something else. It's actually about loving that person and putting yourself at the back and letting that person go through the things that she needs to go through. Um, so I came home without any apology, but like a filled heart. And I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you for convicting me. Thank you for, thank you to the Holy Spirit 
that just talked to me during that dinner and said, stop, you don't need to do anything. Just listen and understand. And that's what happened. Was that hard for you in that moment to like hold back when you were felt so ready? You were like amped, like I'm ready to share my my mind, a piece of my mind, if you will, you know, or did you feel relieved? I felt so relieved. I actually felt at peace mm. when during that talk, I was just truly at peace. And, and I was just happy that that moment happened, that God kind of met us through and that event happened where we had to meet and we could sit down and just be regular people and just understand each other that seasons happen in life yeah. and it's okay to misunderstand, but, you know, just prioritizing the relationship and seeing through that, see, knowing that, you know, this person is also going through things that I don't know and I'm not God and I don't know what's happening to her and I just have to let it go and let God deal with her and whatever she's going through and I have to deal with myself. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like sometimes I'm super selfish in relationships and sometimes I think it's all about me like I need people to ask forgiveness from me because they've offended me mm -hmm. but sometimes we have to just give a little heart check and say hey is it actually really like that or is it just out of pride and selfishness isn't it amazing how the Lord shows you a mirror and you're looking at yourself instead of the other person Bella I love your heart for Jesus I love your tender listening ear to the Holy Spirit. And it occurs to me that you could have changed the outcome and missed the blessing that God had for you in that if you would have gone off and done what you intended to do in and of yourself. But because you listened to the Holy Spirit, you were able to see him as more important than the situation. God always has a bigger picture, better plan. And that, you know, really humbles me and, and helps me to learn so much from you that I can apply to my own life mm. if we just stop and listen to what God has to say, what his spirit's speaking to us. Yeah. We won't miss what he wants to bless us with too. Everything else paled in comparison. I wouldn't imagine sometimes I look back on that day and I said, what if I had gone off and just not listened and not being spirit sensitive about the situation? I could have totally ruined the relationship or friendship. God covers us. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for doing that. People and their feelings are always more important than our agenda. Yes. You know, sometimes it's like we just want to make it right. We want to barge in there. And I'm not saying, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about myself. Right. I'm looking into the mirror now. I'm like, wow, how many relationships have I messed up because I went ahead of God? Yeah. I went ahead of his spirit. I went too fast and too far and may have missed the blessing. But we have to learn from those things. We can't beat ourselves up. We learn from each other. Yeah. And that's part of community. That's what's so beautiful about you and other people that you know God brings into our lives. We learn from each other. And forgiveness isn't always about us. It's about the other person. And I love that your heart was open like as far as recognizing your own your part in it, you know, not having a spirit of offense. But you realize that, you know, she could come and say, wait, there, I might have put an expectation on this friendship that was not even realistic. It, this person, this wasn't a mutually agreed upon, you know, sort of thing. And you, you let the Lord minister to you in that way. And I've had that so many times where I think, well, we'll talk this many times and we'll have this many dinners and, you know, with a certain friendship. And the other person might not have 
they're just not on the same page or that's not what they need at that season. Mm. And then timing can align like it did for you. But I just think this is such a beautiful example that we can all think of people in our life where you might be in a season where you really click with somebody and the timing is right. You have just a great connection. And then maybe the seasons shift and that friendship shifts a little bit. And how do we keep our hearts open and not hurt when those seasons change in friendship? You know, I'm thinking of the scripture. I believe it's in Proverbs 19. It says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. He has a bigger picture in mind than our one little thing. What about when we're not invited to the table? When you see people getting together and you think, mm, that looks good over there. And you're, it's, there's no, seemingly no room for you at the proverbial table that you want to be at. I think w- we talked about this during our lunchtime with Heidi about just Instagram and social media and how that plays a big role of just feeling left out or being offended or, you know, just not being included there's like a perception that everyone's having fun without you, right? Can't you, in social media? FOMO. FOMO. It FOMO. really feeds into that idea. Fear it's not true. of missing out. <laughs> and that and, happens a lot. Yeah. And that's okay because we are relational human beings and we, wanted, mm-hmm. we want to connect to people and we want to feel like we belong to a tribe or we belong to a group or a set of friends. But how about shifting FOMO to JOMO, the joy of missing out? (laughs) This is why I love Bella. This is one of the many reasons. Yes. JOMO. That is going to be our new acronym. JOMO. Hey, it's okay. Just being happy for people and saying, hey, that's okay that I am not part of that table. Uh, there 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 are plenty of other tables that I can be a part of. You know, I think that when we shift our focus to being happy for someone else, that it's about someone else, not me. When we're always looking to the best interest of the other person, I know that's the way it is in marriage. When I'm looking to the best interest of my spouse and he's looking to the best interest of me, it's win-win. And it's the same in friendship. When someone is having that FOMO that needs to change to JOMO, (laughs) the fear of missing out, needing to change to the joy of missing out. You're just instantly happy for the other person. Mm. And that puts a shadow on everything else. Mm -hmm. It overshadows everything else. And I think of that as, as you're just talking, is that's spiritual maturity. That's maturity when I can rise above. Because we think about kids, right? Little kids. It's all about them. You have a toddler and they're self-focused. And when you're maybe a young believer or you're emotionally still growing in the Lord, it's all about you. And then as you mature, you look to the needs of others. Like, right, as adults, often we become parents or aunts and uncles and and we're looking after the needs of others first. And we would say, that's maturity. You're in a new season. And I, I think, I believe that's the work that God is doing in your heart, Bella, just from talking with you and inspiring me so much through just kind of journeying through this with you um, just as a friend. I'm so inspired because Bella makes a new table 
for people to come and sit at. And she is constantly, literally, she just invited us over for dinner and says, hey, come, we have all these people coming over, people that I may not connect with, but she's making the table for others. And that inspires me, Bella, so, so much because you are an example of Jesus to your community, to all of us. I think back to the fear of missing out and the joy of missing out, just fear and joy. Okay. Just both opposites. Looking at fear is more towards just that scarcity level. If mm-hmm. I don't do this, I'm going to get left out. Like mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. afraid. All the things that are negative. And then joy is just abundance, you mm. know, just happiness for others, just love and empathy. Fear brings emptiness, that empty feeling, that void feeling. But joy fills you up. So true. But isn't that what Jesus does in our own hearts? Before we can even give that to others, he's saying, I have given you abundant life, overflowing, full, and that pours out onto others versus us going around saying, well, I need this friend to fill me up. I need this Instagram profile to make me feel valued in this community because of how many, you know, likes or followers I have. And that's, again, like spiritual maturity is when we can pour out into others. One of my favorite verses, um, just paraphrasing here, it says something to the effect of those who give to the Lord, their barns will never be empty. Their vats will be overflowing. I believe it's in Proverbs where it's like when we give to the Lord and when we give to the community that he's brought into us, he will fill us up. He'll fill up the barns. Our vats, you know, things that hold things will never be empty. And I've lived that out in my own life, and it's it's just a beautiful thing. I love how the Amplified Bible says it in Proverbs. I know the verse that you're talking about. It says, then your barns will be abundantly filled. So and good. we're talking about that abundance, that mm-hmm. abundance that the Lord gives, and your vats will overflow. I love it. I love it. Good scripture, Lauren. It just came to mind. Isn't that how God is? You know, sometimes I'm relieved when, how do I say this? It starts out as fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. I really wished I would have Mm -hmm. been or Mm -hmm. could have been or am at a certain place. And then because I'm not, there's other opportunities that Mm -hmm. open up that Mm -hmm. I would have missed if Mm -hmm. I would have been at that place that I thought was best for me, but the Lord knew better. And so sometimes we trade better for best. We, We think it couldn't get any better than this. And then God says, oh, no, but I have something even better. So we can trust him. We can trust him. Well, both of these ladies are two of the very best hostesses that I know. I know they both already mentioned that they love food, but they also love hosting and gathering people as we keep talking about. Heidi does in her home. And um, not only did she do it professionally years ago, she still uses their home and wherever they're at to host people. And Bella does these monthly dinners where she brings people together in our home. So teach me your ways. I would love to hear from each of you because you're just so different and so like-minded at the same time. What is your number one tip for hosting a party? You know what's so funny? And I'll just jump in here first. We're so much alike in that we love the end result as the same getting people together and having, you know, an event that we can be with people. We love people. Wouldn't you agree, Bella? That's like, you're just setting the stage for great conversation, for good times together, for building memories. My thing is that I love 
giving that as a gift to someone. So when someone comes to my house, I love to just make a spread for them. That's my gift from my heart. And just to be able to say, don't bring a thing, just bring yourself Mm -hmm. and just enjoy. And that's kind of how I've loved to do um, hosting, love to do parties. And in talking to Bella, she is the essence of community. She's the essence of, well, tell us how you do it, Bella, because I love this too. (laughs) You know, I just, first of all, people are fascinating to me. And let's be honest, these past years, we have just been so divided in every single little thing. And it started really as a people experiment. What if I brought two or a couple of people that had a totally different point of view come together over a meal? What happens? And the truth is that they will find out there are so many similarities. For instance, hey, I like to play this board game. Oh, no way, you too. And then suddenly all the differences, just the things that you think matters the most, and I'm not talking about faith or you know other things, mm-hmm. it just disappears. And fellowship is just fellowship. It just happens so naturally. And then when you get people together and they start talking and getting to know each other, then the differences start to almost disappear and people start to be more empathetic to each other and people of different religions too. I have like a lot of gatherings that people are not all in the same faith, but people would ask, so tell me about church. What happens at church? And that's that's the kind of discussions that I love. Just getting that space for people to talk and just be curious and understand and love them for how they are. That's what gives me joy. I love that you said people experiment. (laughs) People experiment. That's good. That's right up there with Jomo. Jomo. Jomo and people experiments. Exactly. That's great because we learn from those things. But one of the things that you told me when we were together that was just a beautiful thing for me and a new thing for me was to, uh, in your culture, people come together in the kitchen and everybody contributes something. Everybody has helped me out. Tell me how that is. So I am Indonesian, but I married into a Filipino family. My husband is Filipino and both cultures are very, very community involved at the kitchen, love to eat, love to cook together. That's just basically our love language. Um, So if you come to a Filipino or Indonesian gathering, it is not, it's very common to see people just picking things up at the kitchen and just cooking and and putting things in the dishwasher after eating and just setting up the table for you. And that's just how we are because we just feel like everybody needs to be included as one village. So the meal is the event. The meal is the event. That's awesome. I love that. I think my takeaway from today is that there's not just one way of seeing things that God just might have a bigger perspective than we do. And when he's in it, it's win-win. There's truly a joy in it, a joy of missing out on what we thought was the very best thing. But God says, oh, I've got something so much better for you. It's about relationship. It's about building community. It's about really the sheer joy of being with others and learning from others and 
having new, old, rejuvenated friendships in our lives that are a blessing to us and a blessing to God Mm -hmm. because he created his people for fellowship. And if something stands in the way that you need to forgive another person or, you know, even if you feel that you have not done a wrong, but that they have wronged you, it's really between you and God to just say, you know what, Lord, I forgive them and let's move on. There's a bigger picture here to see. There's something that I'm going to miss out on in community and in relationship if I don't just forgive and move on. Bella, we love you. It has been an honor to have you here. And we are just, I think we all just grew to love you a little bit more today, if that's even possible. Or maybe a lot more. Maybe a lot more, but um, we already loved you a lot. So thank you for pouring out your wisdom and just being real and transparent with us. And I know and I hope that this will bless blessed me, but I also hope it blesses those who are listening. And uh, thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much, guys. I loved this girl chat. It just felt like another, you know, session of Lauren and Heidi sitting with our tea together. A Lauren Heidi session. Lauren Heidi session. (laughs) We should have had you lay on a couch maybe (laughs) to do this podcast. Oh, how fun. I love it. You know what? We just love time together with people. And sometimes, I don't know, I'm, I'm speaking for myself. Sometimes I'm in such a rush and so many things going on that I just long for more time to just sit and chat. Mm -hmm. So thank you for your time. I know you're busy too. We're all in the middle of busy lives Mm -hmm. and family and things going on, but this is important stuff. Mm -hmm. This is important stuff. I've learned a lot from you today, Bella. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your wisdom. And thank you mostly for just loving the Lord and loving on other people. That's what it's all about. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bella. I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. I'd like to invite you back to do it again. Subscribe here to get notified about our latest episodes. I'd also love to connect with you personally on any of my social media platforms. You can find them all on my website at HeidiMorter.com. That's H-E-I-D-I-M as in Mary, O-R-T-E-R.com. Have a joyful day and be blessed. Be blessed.